Mehemate a feke, mehemate a ururua. To die like an octopus or to die like a hammerhead shark. Ina iwi inareo he mihi nui kia koutou katoa. Ko marae arakraku tēnei. Ko Justin Murray ahau, ko te wāhanga tēnei o te ahikā. Kia ora tātou katoa. Christmas is only four days away, so we're feeling the Christmas vibe. Nē marae. Kao, I'm feeling more the summer, soon to be eating hāngi and hanging out with the whānau vibe, Justine. Hoi anō, welcome to te ahikā, Radio New Zealand's Māori Features Programme. The Parihaka Peace Festival hits its four-year mark in January. Mariah is with organiser Temeringa Hōhaya, asking what can be expected. It's a festival that has vision, and that brings people together to celebrate you know, their cultural diversity and, 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 and the building blocks of identity as a, as a people in this, in this land, and, um, and to take that, that Parihaka legacy forward as a... Um, as a pathway of non-violence as, as relevant in the world now. And a few weeks later, and south of Parihaka, past Whanganui, you'll end up at Ratana, where up to 30,000 people gather every year to celebrate the birthday of the township founder, T.W. Ratana. Pai McLeod no Ngāti Pro shares some of those memories. My grandfather was, in the, was the bandmaster for the, one of the Ratana bands, Tuaturu, and... Um, so because my grandfather was the bandmaster, most of the kids in the family followed his tradition and we all joined the band. And the last of our interviews with the Māori artists at Pau 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 2008, it's really about the young ones coming up near our Justine. Aira, take Wairerero Pata Barnsley, for instance, who performed with Brannigan Carr at Pau Pau Pau. Music literally brought them together. So uh, I met her when we met... Maori Oki, really? Yeah, Maori Oki. But before that, we did one song, and we recorded one song in UA, and that was uh, on the Hitting the Melbourne remix album. We did all his songs, an album of all his songs for uh, for the... Education resources, you know, yeah. learning media, learning, learning media. media. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, I got waited to come in and sing Hine Mona. Hine Mona, and it was just totally different to what Hine did. And uh, was like, when, when we heard the, heard the version, we were like, Hika. As too with Honenata, otherwise known as DJ Poro Festa, who can be seen mixing music on the Māori television sports show Code. And it was quite by accident that he started his career in scratching records on turntables to create beats. And then, well, we had this thing in the corner called a three-in-one stereo, and it had a little turntable on top. And funny enough, one day I was playing a tape deck, and Dad had his, um, actually Mum had her record on, Maranga Mai, uh, by Aotearoa, I think it was. And I sort of bumped it in with my hand and realised, hey, it moves, <laughs> and made funny noises, and it kind of all started from there. Winnie was the MC of the Hip Hop Night at the Kaupapa Māori Music Summit. Former Anglican Bishop of Aotearoa, Whakahuihui Virko, has a Christmas message from 1980 that has as much relevance to today as it did back then. And the lady said, oh, I didn't order that. I ordered so-and-so. And the waitress quite blatantly said to her, well, it's not what you ordered, but I think you'll like it. And I think that's one of the challenges that we have in the world today. It may not be the things that we had hoped for, the things that we had ordered, but what we get, I think if we tried them, 
we'll enjoy them. And maybe that's the message of Christmas. And we hear from Iwi Radio about what's hot and what's not around Aotearoa this summer. I'm Mariah Rakraku. And I'm Justin Murray, and this is Te Ahika. Ae ko hau ko kingi piru, ko au te tehi o ngā hunga pāho, o te reo irirangi o te arua, Pumanawa FM, uh, i roto i te roturua nui i a kaumata momoe. Uh, Christmas for me is all about family, eh? Christmas is about family. This year we're staying in my hometown of Rotorua. Uh, Mum and Dad still uh, live in our old family homestead, so that's where I'll be taking my tamariki to uh, uh, open their presents on Christmas Day. What we do is we get uh, select one of our tamariki to be Santa Claus, so uh, somebody will pass the present to, to Santa Claus and they'll pass it to that respective person. After that, we'll probably get together and head up to our urupa, head up to our cemetery uh, to spend the day with us, spend a, a few hours, I should say, with our whanau who have passed away. Remember those who have passed on. We might go there, sing some songs, play some music as if they were alive and, and bring them alive for that day as we remember uh, the birth of Jesus Christ. And then, of course, after that, we'll sit down as a whanau, uh, have a beautiful kai but it's, it's about kai, but it's also about coming together as a family. A family, our family, uh, family of Rotorua and, and, and your family as well that, that are out there. That's Christmas to me. Kia ora whānau, ko Tākiri Butler tēnei no Tauranga Mona, ko Ngaitirangi Ngātirangi Nui, Ngāti Awa, uh, Ngā Iwi. The fattest things to do in Tauranga City uh, this coming Christmas holidays, I tell you what, it's all about the beach, it's all about the surf, the sand, and ladies, it's all about the men. Mm-mm-mm. So, uh, also New Year's, this is the place to be, Mount Maunganui, get on down here, join about 30,000 other crazy party goers, and I'll see you guys at the bar. Passive resistance is a term synonymous with the Taranaki settlement of Parihaka that every January commemorates its history with the Parihaka Peace Festival. With summer festivals their front and centre, I ask organiser Te Meringa Hōhaya what gives Parihaka the winning edge. You know what's important about our event is that uh, because of the, the Parihaka uh, legacy, um, the festival can... Um, can promote that as part of the vision that the festival has, and that brings people together to celebrate, you know, their cultural diversity and 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 the um, the uh, building blocks of identity as a, as the people in this in this land, and um, and to take that that particular legacy forward as a um, as a pathway of nonviolence as is relevant in the world now. Uh, so I think that's that's what puts our festival apart, is that it has a substantial um, history um, to fall back on and a uh, very open pathway forward. You don't seem to have any difficulty attracting acts. I note that there's uh, a couple that have performed in past festivals. What's it like attracting audiences there? Well, our audience is growing, uh, and we um, are hoping that it will continue to grow a bit. Um, it doesn't have to become really huge, but um, we're hoping that it will grow a bit. And I think that people are attracted to come to Pariaka for the fact of its history, its place of importance as an iconic uh, world centre, and, and certainly in terms of our national identity, Pariaka um, has a 
strong place in the hearts uh, and the psyche of many people in this country. Um, and it will also draw, continue to draw people because um, I think it's it's giving people an opportunity to connect with their own Aotearoa New Zealand community through um, a strong Māori um, uh, point of contact. Um, and it's a warm environment, it's a family environment, it's... Um, um, it's an educational environment, so people are attracted to a kinship um, that is growing. And um, I think that the important sort of aspect of identity as uh, as a people is to have the capacity to uh, know and feel uh, and acknowledge kinship. So um, I, I think that's why people are going to continue to be attracted. So, Timiringa, does that place a degree of uh, pressure on the people who whakapapa to parihaka to behave in a certain way? They behave that way anyway, and um, it's good to apply more pressure on, on in a positive way. Yeah. What about in terms of the physical aspects of actually organising the festival, setting up the Kai village, the different tents that you have spotted around the village? Well, that's the easiest part. That comes in the, um, you know, the sort of last few days before the opening of the of the event. It's the work that gets done throughout the entire year that um, is the biggest part of, you know, organising the event. What are some of the acts that are going to be appearing at Parihaka? Well, there's, um, you know, there's uh, Kora. Uh, there's Kora and Catch a Fire, of course. Um, there's uh, SJD, of course. I think a lot of people down here have, have probably not um, been that familiar with SJD, but a lot of people are. And, um, um, you know, there's Cornerstone Roots and House of Shem, um, Unity Pacific Reggae Band, uh, Tommy, Little Bushman, of course, and, um, and a number of other, um, you know, rising acts as well. Um, we've got a pretty um, good lineup. What about in the poetry tent? We're not running a poetry tent. No, we've got uh, Apirana Taylor. Apirana's Oh, Apirana. is he having his own tent? <laughs> Apirana is going to um, perform uh, in the speaking forum in between speakers. Uh, and um, we may, uh, between now and the event, we may confirm another poet as well. Um, but uh, Abhidana is certainly a very, very talented um, person. So we're, uh, we're, um, we've um, put Api into the, the into the speaking form to break the times between speakers. We've got some excellent speakers lined up again this year. We've got um, Professor Kevin. Well, on Friday night, um, I will probably. Um, address the people um, just to set the scene for um, the cope-up of the festival uh, more than anything, you know. Um, and then the next day, Saturday, the forums will open and some of the speakers are um, Professor Kevin Clements. He's the Vice-Chancellor of the Peace and Conflict Studies um, Facility at, o at Otago University. That's a new new facility. It's the, one, the only one of its kind at the moment in the country. 
um, he will be coming and speaking on um, the issues around um, peace and conflict resolution um, and the pathway forward that he sees. Um, we've got the Human Rights Commissioner coming back again to facilitate some parts of the um, speaking forum um, with his assistance. And we've got a speaker from the Families Commission that will speak in the forum. Um, we've got uh, Moana Jackson, of course, will uh, speak again this year. Mirana Pittman um, is going to um, speak as well. And there are a number of other um, excellent speakers lined up for the speaking forums. And we've, we're expecting a response again from the political leaders that we've invited. We've, we've invited the Minister of Māori Affairs um, and the Minister of um, of Community Volunteers, um, and to, uh, uh, Peter uh, and Peter Shavels in Tariana, Turia, we um, are probably uh, issuing some. At least my managers who are managing managing the forum for me are probably inviting uh, at least a couple of other political leaders um, to speak as well. Um, the films forum is going to be very interesting this year. We're um, we're featuring. Uh, documentaries that were made by Eruweta Nia, um, specifically his series on um, Taranaki elders, um, the reefs and rivers that were made uh, during the uh, mid to late 80s and early 90s. Um, and there's um, the National Film Archive are bringing um, other footage as well, historic uh, film footage, some of it um, Taranaki specific. Um, we've got an Aboriginal film called The um, Message Stick. It's about an, it's about an ancient Aboriginal um, tradition, thousands of years old, where runners who carried um, a sacred stick um, actually ran the entire continent, um, taking messages from one tribal area to another. Um, that's a tradition, tradition that's been revived um, and features in this film The Message Stick. Um, by Michael Bradley, who's married to a Aboriginal traditional uh, knowledge teacher from the Kimberleys. Um, we're also showing another Aboriginal film uh, made by the um, Aboriginal community in um, Tasmania. They're mutton bird people, um, and they've also got some quite strong uh, Māori connections, those people. Um, and there are a number of other films um, as well that will be announced in our festival program. Our healing forums are um, well set up again this year um, and so are our children's um, forum. We've got All Mecca Supreme, the Wellington based band All Mecca Supreme are going to run a, on Saturday, they're going to perform, sorry, on Friday night, their performance as a band. Saturday they are going to do, Saturday morning, they're going to do a two hour workshop uh, with teenagers uh, teenage musicians and um, beatboxers and dancers um, and then on Sunday with those teenagers they're going to do a performance um, on Sunday. We've got a choir uh, being formed um, by Stephen Taberner, the um, choir master who's coming across from Melbourne. He's um, from originally from Aotearoa. Um, he's going to, um, we're going to promote what he's trying to do off the sta off through our MCs um, Peter, uh, Stephen is going to pull together a choir from the audience and we've got a marquee set up for their um, rehearsals and they're going to perform on Sunday probably from both from main stage as well as from the visionary stage, the Pariaka International Peace Festival Choir. 
which is a, a great new addition to the to the festival. I might find myself interested in that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we've got in terms of the bands, we've got a few bands that are new to the new to the festival. As I say, SJD Sean James Donnelly has not played our festival before. We're looking keen to him and his band. Um, another new one is um, the Lewis McCallum Orchestra. Uh, they haven't played here before. They're an Auckland-based uh, progressive rock and jazz, I'd say, um, dub sort of uh, band. Very, very accomplished musicians. Um, you've got the tropical... Uh, sorry? Yeah, and you've got the tropical downbeat orchestra, those, um, those yeah, young you fellows. Know, you know, mm. the tropical downbeat orchestra aren't coming um, anymore, um, and we've replaced them with... Um, Wellington-based band, the Hori Buzz. <laughs> Who's the Hori Buzz? Oh, that's Iraya, Iraya Fakamoy, and uh, a couple of other. Um, Formerly of the Tropical Downbeat Orchestra. Mm, yes, and his other band members are, are all well known in the Wellington music scene. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, who else have we got coming in that we have? Oh well, we've got Three Houses Down, the um, Auckland-based Tongan reggae band. They're um, making their first appearance. And um, Koile from Dunedin are coming back again this year. They didn't play last year, um, but they're on their way back from Dunedin. Um, and we're, we're looking forward to all that. Mm. Hard to believe that you're able to jam-pack that all into four days, Neda. Yeah, um, yeah. We've also, we're going to be running quite late at nights because we've um, incorporated the electronic zone um, in onto the other two stages. And so some of those artists will be playing um, uh, on those two stages as well. Um, yeah. Now, the festival opens on the Thursday. It's open to the public on Thursday afternoon. We start letting the public in. And you have a pōhiri, a welcome at... On Friday at midday. Yes, we have a pōhiri welcome on, on the Friday at midday. The dates for the festival are January 9th, 10th and 11th. Um, and for more information and uh, our e-ticket, um, go to www.parihaka.com, our website. Tickets are also available at Ticketek, but of course extra um, service charges apply. Um, our tickets are $10 for children up to the age of 16, $20 for um, uh, elders over the age of 65, our e-tickets are $150 uh, for adult tickets. Plus there's also camping. Plus there's also camping, and we've got a small camping fee per vehicle and per adult, but children's camping is free. Um, and um, we're asking for a fee for camping because of the, we, want to, we want to maintain the quality of the campground services, so both security as well as the um, toilet and shower facilities and lighting for the campground. Um, so we're asking for people to help us there. My name is Timiringa Hohaia, Festival Director. <laughs> Kia ora, ko Libani e tūpou toko ingoa, no tauranga moana ahau, ko tainui me kokongati. Oku iwi, now this Christmas I plan to spend it with my whole family and we do it all pretty much 
for the family and the kids. Uh, we'll be eating three kinds of boil-ups. We'll be eating one kind of hangi and one kind of umu. So that's a sign of there is no bikini wearing. Uh, this summer, I plan on spending it trying to get to the top of Mowal and then heading down to the Mount Beach to to, you know, to cool off. Uh, Papamoa Beach is looking good for that flat pippy picking. And, of course, cannot forget my hometown, Auckland, Tamaki Makoto. I'll be heading up there too. So don't forget this year, it is all about family. That's what Christmas is about. Keep your head up because next year is just around the corner. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. TWR Artsina spawned a religious movement in a township south of Whanganui, and every January his followers known as Morehu meet to celebrate his birthday. Held over a week, the township that usually houses a couple of hundred people swells to thousands. Until recently, Pai McLeod was one of those making the annual pilgrimage, only stopping since she relocated to Australia last year with her whanau. She revisits some of her memories with me. Kia ora Pai. And now Pai um, has been going to Taratana f- since um, she was a child, and um, you're going to share some of those memories with me, Pai. So, I mean, as far as you can go back to that period, I mean, you told me that you can't even remember. Yeah. Um, I mean, first of all, tell me why your whanau would, would attend Ratana celebrations. Um, well, obviously for uh, religious reasons, um, first and foremost, but um, also my grandfather was in the was the uh, bandmaster for uh, the one of the Ratana bands, Tuatoru, and um, so because my grandfather was the bandmaster, most of the kids in the family followed his tradition, and we all joined the band. Um, I think I was probably around about nine when I first joined, um, and so. Yeah, it was just uh, mainly for the band, for the religious reasons, but also because uh, my whole family's involved uh, with the Ratana movement. Um, it was a good time to catch up with family as well because people travel to Ratana from all over New Zealand. And um, good time to catch up with whānau that you haven't seen for ages. <laughs> and like, let's go back to your grandfather being the band master. What what does that mean? Was he like the the, the conductor or did he write... Um, yes. Conduct the band. Um, yes, he was a conductor of the band. Um, there's usually uh, there's a few hymns that uh, the bands play regularly um, to celebrate church after church um, and to welcome people onto the marae. So um, he'd usually take us for band practice, which was twice a week. And I tell you, like you know, I started off when I was eight or nine and then once you get into the teenage years you kind of think that being in the band is a bit of a drag because it takes up to life. <laughs> it's not cool. <laughs> wasn't cool. So, yeah, I was like, oh, this is so uncool. But it's not until later on in life you appreciate that, you know, the that in a band taught you how to read music because, you know, there's a lot of people that think, I wish I could have learned that. I wish I could learn that, to learn to read music. And... Um, it taught us a lot of things like discipline. You know, the Ratana band has uh, uniforms that we had, so we were responsible for making sure our uniforms were always clean and tidy. Um, and practice starts at 6 o'clock. You make sure you're there at 6 o'clock, otherwise it'll embarrass the hell out of you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it taught us a lot of things. Discipline mainly was, was a big one for me. So coming from that, um, you know, your sort of childhood, fast forward to you as, you know, becoming a mother, um, you know, in your in your later adult years, um, mm-hmm. you know, the later stages of attending Yatana, I mean, it's a week celebration. Tell us about, you know, you hauling, you becoming a mum and taking your own whānau <laughs> there. <laughs> well, you know what, um, when I was younger and, and we, 
you know, it's like, well, you're joining the band. Oh, I must join the band now. We're going to teach you how to read music, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, oh, my God, it's so unfair that, you know, they're making me join the band. But when I had my own kids, I did exactly the same thing. <laughs> so um, when I thought that they were old enough to join, yeah, I sent them to band practice. Um, but then, of course, we moved to Australia. Um, but, you know, the kids love it. The kids love going to the park. And we've only just returned from... Um, Australia for the Christmas period, but also because you know I didn't want to miss going to the park. Oh, so fantastic! Yeah, if you you do it for so long, um, it just becomes part of your life, and so it just felt unnatural. I didn't get to go last year; it felt a bit unnatural not to go. So, um, yeah, so we've come back to celebrate. Now it's basically a week of communal living, isn't it, Pi? Yes. So tell tell us the the ups and downs of, of that. Oh, it takes. For, for some of us, it takes a lot of preparation because a uh, majority of my, my family is in the band. Um, we, the, the way that we live is very communal. We always make, we pitch up tents, so we always have to make sure that the tents have no holes because the weather can be very unpredictable. So uh, you've got to make sure that you've got all your camping equipment, all your gear. Um, so, yeah, it does take quite a bit of um, preparation but it's definitely always that. It's just like a big camping trip. Fantastic, Pi. And so, I mean, you've just said that, I mean, you've come back from Australia, you're going to go next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and are you be, will you be taking your family with you? Yes, definitely. Yes, we've all come back so we can um, celebrate the 25th. Um, and like I said, you know, every time we go down to the park on the 25th um, and you see family, there's usually always another addition. So... <laughs> <laughs> I had a child somewhere, so yeah, it'll be good to catch up with everyone and yeah. Pai McLeod, nor Nazi Pro. And for details about the Rasana Pai gathering in 2009, there are links at our website, radionz.co.nz forward slash Te Ahika. Not only are there sports tournaments, there is a wicked talent quest. Where kids and adults are invited to sing and perform in front of a very appreciative crowd. And it was a talent quest, be it on a nationwide scale, that brought these two people together. <laughs> Uh, and um, your thoughts on Pau Pau Pau? It's a wicked event. Yeah. Yep, yep, definitely. My first time, so good time to perform, and I enjoy the. I'm actually enjoying it so far. So. You've got a beautiful wo- voice. Oh, How long have you been singing for? Uh, pretty much since I was in nappies, but you know, just been gigging since I was about 12. So, getting older and doing it more and more. Um, congratulations on the Silver Scroll. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. the, the nomination. How do you feel? I mean, was, were you stoked? Well, uh, uh, yeah, we both were. Me and, and Joe, my darling, she wrote the song. So, and Uncle Hone translated Hone Ka. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, oh, we were blown away. I mean, when we found out, I mean, to actually make the final 20. But we were reminded by someone that they had a song years ago that made the Silver Scroll final. But my quarter was, well, that was the top 25. This is the top 20. Exactly. <laughs> but great song. I just really enjoyed putting the album together and with that song as the title track, you know. And um, of course, Betty Ann made a great job. I was I was told when when uh, people found out that Betty was going to do it, that, oh, yeah. uh, that oh, it didn't suit her, wouldn't suit her. That song, that style doesn't suit her. But Betty Ann's the sort of singer that'll 
can sing any any genre and sound great. And, what, and how what many can we ask for? How many pole 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 have you done um, so far, uh, Renegan? This is my, my this is my um, second one. Second time I came in the first one. About when it, uh, was, what was that? Five years ago? Four years ago? And then I, I never came back after that because uh, I was just wanted to do other things. And, wasn't really um, kind of lost a little bit of interest, and because I was kind of um, on strike, I guess, because of the attitude that some New Zealanders have toward Maori music, which is really sad. But I know our people are supportive. Uh, our people are, are probably the best supporters we can we could have, anyway. So appreciate it. How do you think Maori music has evolved in the last, say, twenty years? Hmm. Well, one, it's beautiful. No, it's yeah. just listening to the real, yeah. Since poor you, where has Māori music come? It's, it, oh, it's just advanced tenfold, you know. Mm. And then when we've got young singers like Wai coming through, we've got already got Ria leading the way, Whirimako leading the way, um, myself, we're, yeah. we're all trying to lead the way, and then we've got people like Wai coming through, and she's Definitely got her album a great coming. Influence, yeah. yeah, well, she's got an album coming up next year. Hopefully she'll put her album out next year. And, Really looking forward to hearing that because um, I think Wai is one of the one of the finds of uh, Aotearoa. I think at the moment there's so many of them out there, but Wai is one of the ones that was willing to step up and show her talent and let the, let New Zealand hear her voice. And, um, and how is it that you two have collaborated? So uh, I met her when we meet. Uh, Maori really? Yeah, Maori But before that, we did one song, and we recorded one song with UA, that, yeah. that was uh, on the Hitting the Melbourne yeah. remix yeah. Al- album. We did all his songs, an album of all his songs for uh, for the uh, um, uh, education resources, anyway, yeah. learning media, learning, learning media, media. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, well, I got waited to come in and sing Hine Mona. Hine Mona, and it was just. Totally different to what Hidden did, and uh, but we thought, hey, go. But when we heard the, the version, we were like, hey, go. Man, this girl's clever. She's a really, you know, it's, it's nice that she's got the great voice to, to, to sing with, but she's also got a good brain for, for her, what she wants in her music and how she wants to arrange, and, and that's good, man. That's a good sign because, as you know, um, Fat Freddy's and all the boys, are, all those Maori boys are doing well in English. But I, I, I really challenge them to do an album in Māori and see what the feel, see and feel what it like, what it's like to sing Māori stuff to uh, not to thousands, but to you know what I mean, the hundreds, whereas they sing to thousands. But good on them, Kapai. So Brandon, you've been doing this for a few years, and the likes of yourself, Kōtiro, coming through. Is there a? Do you, do you believe there should be more mentoring happening in Te Waiata for for Māori musos coming up? Uh, yeah, I, I think we should all. Um, just get just get together and carry on the fight, you know. And but I think we're we're, we're pretty safe, you know. Like I said, with people like uh, singers like Wayne and them coming through, Tamiana Campbell from Māori Oki. There's there's a lot of great singers out there, you know. Ours, our people. And the, and the thing is that annoys me is that they're so gifted, you know. They can sing like all those black Americans. <laughs> they can do all the chops, and you know, and, oh, it's just fantastic, fantastic. What's the best piece of advice that someone gave you? Best piece of advice? Uh, pretty much to be real, be yourself, and I, I definitely do encourage that. I mean, I, I'm more about being yourself and being real and showing that through my music and my inspiration, so yeah. And what about you? Appreciate your, your taonga. Uh, when you do get up and sing, try and keep your pitch and uh, try and be entertaining and just 
when you step out to sing, have fun with it, you know, have some fun. You know, have it, keep it real and serious, but have fun with it, you know. Kia ora, ko Karen Fletcher tōku ingoa. I am an announcer at Radio Tainui, he udio no Ngāti Tūwhare tō me Ngāti Kahu. This Christmas I'll be heading up to Ngāti Kahu, which is where my father is from, and we'll be hanging out in a small town called Whatufifi for two weeks, which is on the top of the North Island to the East Coast. That is where my grandfather is from, and so I'm looking forward to a Christmas of solitude and hanging out with whānau and friends and enjoying all of the kaimuana they have available up in the far north. Moreira, ano nei tēnei teuri no Ngāti Tūwharaitoa Ngāti Kahu hoki e mihi mai o hātu, e mihi aro hātu ki a koutou mo tēnei te wakrihi me te, ano nei mo te tau hau rua mano mā iwa ākua nei katai mai. Noreira, e te tini e te mano tēnā rā koutou katoa. Ko tēnei te wāuna kupu hau, time for new Māori words. Maunga rongo, which is what the Parihaka Peace Festival is all about, Maunga rongo peace. Ngā mihi o te tauhau, greetings for the new year. Now you can say this on New Year's or you can even send it in an email. Pretty flash, eh? Ngā mihi o te tauhau, greetings for the new year. Kirihimite, a transliteration there, folks. For Christmas, kirihimite. Hana koko. Now, he's not real kids. Global warming is, though. Hana koko, that's another transliteration. That's for Father Christmas. Hana koko. Hoko hoko. Now, as two words, it means to buy, buy. But it also means second-hand shops or vintage retro shopping. Hoko hoko. Fano. Enjoy the fano e te iwi. And hangi. Stuff yourself with hangi. And real fish. Power. And if you've got some beautiful nannies as well, there's always the rewana. There's the uh, prawa pry. Prawa pry, fried bread. Soaked up with golden syrup and tons of butter. Oh, yum. Pata. That's a transliteration. Ano. Pata. Butter. Kua motu te wahanga o ngā kupu hau, new words to learn. And a full list of the words and meanings can be accessed by logging onto our website, radionz.co.nz forward slash teahika. Tēnā koutou katoa e ngā iwi o te motu. Ko tōku ingoa, ko te ika nui ki ngi waiaua nō ngā iwi o te teitokerau ngāpuhi nui tonu. Tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou katoa. Well, friends, Merry Christmas to us all. In the far north area, in the Kaitaia area, without a doubt, te reinga is the place to be. 90 Mile Beach is still a stunning, beautiful south. And this year, there will be dedicated policemen on Tokerau Beach on the east coast and 90 Mile Beach on the west coast. Again, great places for fishing, for family. People can go out there and have a safe time. If you're all about the sea, fishing, diving, swimming with the dolphins, getting out into nature, walking in the bush, the Bay of Islands is the place for you. Whānau Northland is the place to be. It's warm up here, it's safe up here, and hey, we're all good-looking people. Merry Christmas to you all, from myself and my family, to you all, te nā koutou katoa. One of the legacies former Bishop of Aotearoa Whakahuihui Virko left Aotearoa was a speech he made in 1990 at the 150th Waitangi Celebrations. He commented on the status of Māori in Aotearoa as being that akin to second-class citizens and criticised the then-government 
for not fulfilling its obligations as warranted under the Treaty of Waitangi. That corridor earned him the name the Radical Bishop, and while Virko acknowledged years later it granted him no favours within the church administration, it endeared him to many Māori. Who, up until that stage, felt the clergy was largely a silent and compliant partner to the state. We have another recording 10 years prior to that 1990 speech where Virko reminds us what Christmas is all about, that in the madness of consumerism and give, 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 it's about whānau, whanaungatanga, and taking the time out to enjoy and value each other. Tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou. I roto i ngā tūmanako, o te tauhou, waiho matarungarao e tautoko, 
e whakapūmau ki roto i tēnā i tēnā o tātou. Nō rere tewi, tēnā koutou roto i ngā mihi o te kirimet. Christmas is a very challenging one which comes to us every year and it reminds one of a story of a mother and her children who went Christmas shopping and after dragging her children along with her buying their presents she thought she would like a, uh, to have a cup of tea and so she went into a restaurant sat down overheated, bustled, kids were crying, sat down at a table and a very boisterous and happy waitress came up to her and asked for her order and she said oh, a cup of tea and three cream buns please and a cold drink for my children and away went the waitress. She came back about five minutes late and she had a, a milkshake a cream bun and a, a date loaf and some pop drinks for the children. And the lady said, oh, I didn't order that. I ordered so-and-so. And the waitress quite blatantly said to her, well, it's not what you ordered, but I think you'll like it. And I think that's one of the challenges that we have in the world today. It may not be the things that we had hoped for, the things that we had ordered, but what we get, I think if we tried them, we'll enjoy them. And maybe that's the message of Christmas. That's what the story of the birth of Christ is all about. He came into the world to be the saviour. People were expecting him, and they welcomed him. But it wasn't what they ordered, because Christ challenged the institutions. Christ challenged their way of life. He made changes in people. And I think there are some of us who are dedicated to that. It's not what we ordered, but we like it. And I think that's what Christmas is all about. To find God, to let God really lead us. And maybe just to stop for a while in our busyness and planning for holidays and activities. To spend about two or three minutes, and I think God will speak to us and say, well, this is what we should do, this is what's required of us, uh, this is what sacrifice is all about, because I've made the sacrifice in sending into the world the Christ, the Saviour. And I think to all of us, whether we're Maori or Pākehā, 
that message is still true for all of us to look at ourselves as individuals, to look at ourselves as communities, as a nation, and to pray that God will bless us, and especially those who are near and dear to us, uh, to the people and the relatives that we've forgotten. Uh, I think this is the time that Christmas has to bring us together again, in our thoughts and maybe in our homes. So God bless us all. May we enjoy a blessed Christmas, a joyful Christmas. And as we welcome Christ into our hearts and minds, may we also welcome Christ who comes in the form of other people, the people next door, our neighbor, because Christ is with them also. So God bless us, and may he remain with us always. Rena Wilkinson, Program Manager, Director for Naiwi FM and also our breakfast show host. Uh, some of the things if you want to come to Paiaro within the middle of Hauraki, uh, Paiaro of course well known for LMP, world famous all out the whole motu as well as uh, internationally. But in part of itself, as I mentioned, the uh, centre of Hauraki, there are plenty of things to do over the Christmas. Myself, personally, it's all about my whanau, uh, spending time with my kids, and that's what I plan to do. And I uh, travel around the wonderful peninsula, look at the beach sites, and t- have a taste of the uh, awesome kaimoana throughout Hauraki. Not only that, too, if you want to come to Hauraki, there are a lot of concerts happening over the Christmas and New Year's period. We have a lot of the big Kiwi bands that are performing up in the Coral Glen Tavern, likewise at Waihi Beach, which also delves into the international flavour as well. So definitely an eyesore for you to enjoy the hot summer weather right here in the Hodaki and around the Coromandel Peninsula. Safe driving on the road and especially around the Thames Coast Eastern Peninsula. We know the roads are curvy and all that, so just be patient and get to the summer destination and have a wonderful time. Again, on behalf of all the crew here in the Hodaki Rohe, Mere Krihi Mete, Mete Toho. And this is Reno Wilkinson for Naiwi FM. Mauri ora ki ngā iwi o Aotearoa ko Eru Paranehi tōku ingoa nō te whanganui atara hau engari e noho ana hau ki tauranga moana uh, ko Ngāti Parau, Ngāti Raukaua, me Ngāti Tūwhare Oku Iwi. This summer for Christmas, I'm going to be spending it in Wellington with my family. Uh, that is right, if you know the place, Hutt Valley, Stokes Valley, yeah, yeah. It's going to be my niece's first time, so... I'm very excited about that. Also, this summer, I plan to spend time on the beach trying out my new budgie smugglers, uh, having one eye on my girlfriend and one eye on someone else's girlfriend. Modi ora. A neira a wiparata nga toko no tauranga moana with the meaning of the whakatauki, as heard earlier in the programme. Mehe mate a whēke, mehe mate a The basic to me, the explanation is 
if you want to die like a octopus or if you want to die like a hammerhead shark. Uh, ko te tikanga kai muri i tērā kōrero e ai ki o mātou mātua o mātou tīpuna anā ko te whiki ko ia tētahi o ngā mea ka, ka hiko i koe haerero tui te moana kāri te mea kia whawhai kāri te mea kia noho mai ki te, te pua wai i ana whānau i ana pāherekeke engari o tira ka huri atu rā ki, akwe, ah, ki te, te ururoa he rereke taua taua mea kai roto i te moana he tā he, he mea ka Ka kahara ki te, te whawhai, he mea ka kaha ki te, te whaiwhai haere i ngā kai A mehe kai reira tētahi, no reira ka hāngai tērā kōrero ki te tangata Me ka pērā te tangata i te whiki, anā ka mate Ka mate ngā ngoikore, ka mate māngari Engari ka hikoi rā koe i rua i rua i te te aro o te, te ururoa A ka mate toa koe Ko tēnei te mutunga o te ahikā, o tēnei tau well, kinda. That's us, Iti. We not only for this week, but the year. He mihi atu tēnei ki ngā kai kōrero i tēnei wiki ara mō tēnei tau. Sadly, some of our guests have passed away since they appeared on the programme. He mihi atu ki ngā uri. Thank you to everyone who featured on Tiahika this year. Aira, those of you who grabbed the microphone out of my hands and those of you who ran away when you saw me coming, I'll be seeing you next year. Really, we can't do what we do without the help of our team behind the scenes. There's the crew at InfoFind, Emma, Yumi, Anne and Yvonne. Administrative geniuses, Lynn and Helena. The music dudes, Mark and Simon. And then there's the sound engineers, who every week work their magic. And that's, drumroll please, Matt, Daryl, Shannon, Kevin, Carol, Gareth, Jason and Phil. All are true professionals and great to work with. Keep safe on the roads and in the water, eh? Aida, kia pai o koutou krihimete, mena mihi o te tauhau. Hoki mai anō a te ratau e te iwi, te ratuatahi o hui tangaru. We're back on the 1st of Feb, 6pm, lock us in. Mai te whānau a te ahikā kia tātou katoa, mauri ora tātou katoa.